Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Lord have mercy, Lord. Uh, Lord have mercy. Y'all, <clears throat> so last night, I had to detox from last night because it was rather intense, and <laughs> we're going to go back in. <laughs> we're we're going to go back in. <laughs> We're going to go back in. We're going to go. We're going to go back in. Yeah, I think it's important because the missus raised a very good question, a very good point. She was like, yo, these children more than likely are generational curses. She said these children, these deformed, defective, genetically Deficient children. Yes, Akira. I'm sorry, mama. We got to go back in. The wife said these are possible uh, generational curses. Somebody in that family did something to somebody. And this is the result. Or they did something they weren't supposed to do. And this is the result. Raised a very very excellent point i could not refute i could even debate <laughs> that's right let us let us yeah yeah let's let's get into it i don't know what's going on with my chat box i don't think i, I think my chat box and took the night off okay t i got i got you i got you sis where you at thank you for the uh let me let me get you your, let me get your your shine on. Thank you for the uh the ten on the super chat. I, I appreciate it. I I don't be forgetting. All right. Ooh, we're gonna go in. Yeah, nobody want to talk about. Listen, we gonna talk about it tonight. Somebody has to do the dirty work. Everybody, grab your. Aluminum, aluminum, whatever's. We got to go back in tonight. In fact, we're going to go deeper. We're going to go deeper than last night. These things need to be said. I'm not the, which, yes, <laughs> yes, you are. I'm not about to play with you. Hey, <laughs> yes. All right. So let me, let me not waste y'all time. Got your Florida water. You, that's what I'm talking about. Seova is ready. Seova is spiritually ready. He is, he's spiritually armed. Now, once again, let's continue where we left off last night. Okay. 
Let us continue from where we left off last night. I beg of you the question. Are these children, these deformed hills have eyes as children, these genetic defects, are these children results from generational curses? We watch the movies. You, we grew up with these people. We, somebody, grandmama, great grandmama, somebody did something, somebody granddad, somebody did something on somebody's side of the family. I just ate, please don't show none of them pictures. Sis, do you see the look on my face? This is the look of petty. <laughs> this is the look of petty. That's right, aluminum scarf. Got to protect your neck. Oh, we're going to get into the inbreeding. Oh, don't you worry. I got y'all covered tonight. We're going to be here for a while. And if y'all feel like take, taking calls, we're going to do that too. But at least for the first hour, I beg the question, are these children the result of horrific generational curses that they are paying their sins for? Okay? Let's, we're going to continue from last night because I couldn't take it. I was, I couldn't, I didn't have sex with the wife last night. I was just so distraught. We did have sex this morning, but I was so distraught last night. I was just so distraught at, at, at how selfish I believe these parents are to have these children like this. All right. So let's, oh, sis, see, I got it on deck. Your boy stay. Listen, I, we going we going to cover the inbreeding. I got you. Pour y'all a glass of Pinot, Pinot Grigio, a Ziffindel, white Ziffindel. Pour y'all wine, y'all some Moscato, whatever the fuck y'all be drinking at night. It's Friday night. We got time. We got time. Let's continue from last night. Let us go. I'm happy to be here with you, Katie. And your wonderful family who loves you so much. For some people out there that think that you can catch what she's got just by being next to her or holding her hand or talking to her. You can't. Wait, let me stop real quick. I must be petty one more time. K business. What'd you do to Edward Anderson, bro? Why? What'd you do to Edward Anderson? Why he mad at you now? What did you say or do to Edward little Eddie to make him so upset? <laughs> what? Please enlighten me, bro. What did you say to little Eddie to make him upset? Because <laughs> you, don't, you don't bother anybody. <laughs> apparently, apparently you made him upset. But let's get into this. She's, she's one in a kind in my book anyways. What should people say to Katie when they meet her for the first time? Hi. That was it's nice. that simple? It's that simple. That seems too easy. Hi. Okay, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I gotta stop this. Okay, you you said I told him to get some friends. YouTube is not that serious. You know what? You ain't lying. Yeah, listen, he's a son husband. He is a 24-7 caretaker of not only his mom, but his crazy ass auntie. Yes. He needs to go outside and actually interact with people. I agree. And for him to, to take offense the way he did. 
Obviously, he feels a certain way because he knows that he doesn't have any friends like that. You know, it is what it is. Okay, let's continue. Let's get into it. What is Katie's diagnosis? Um, she was born with the diagnosis of um, megalocephaly, which is a rare brain disorder. And then she has um, been diagnosed with um, a protein that has mutated that has caused um, the growth inside of her face and her brain. So. Why are you letting your child live like this? This is no way to, for a child to live. And what I've noticed with all these cases, with these messed up children, these parents are okay. You understand? Do y'all see, y'all realize how cool, how calm and collected these parents are? They're just like, oh, you know, it's just a rare protein disorder. You know, the brain does this and the body, you know, rejects the, and it attacks the, its own stuff. These parents are just too cool, too chill when dealing with these, these genetic deformed kids. Why are your parents this chill? You should be the most distraught person out here. You should be upset. You let this continue, right? Let's go. And there's no medications or anything like that at this time. She's had surgeries to downsize her face and she's had surgery on her lip oh. and her ear and, you know, to, to get it to where she could hold her head and stuff up. When was Katie first diagnosed? Uh, when I was about six months pregnant with her, they, um, told me that her head was oddly shaped. They didn't know what it was exactly. And that's why my heart was sitting there going, oh my God, my baby, you know, she's not going to make it. And then he's like, well, she has megalocephaly. And we're like, we had no clue what megalocephaly was. So he told us, you know, that it just basically is a very rare brain disorder. And, you know, that I was going to have to have a C-section. And if she made it to even being born alive. And, you know, he's just like... Um, you know, her outcome, it just, it's not a good outcome. Sometimes we'll go out in public, like to Walmarts or somewhere, and there's literally people that will, like, if the child asks a question, they'll be like, shh, shut up, don't. You know, she is here. The only good thing in this, this child is too, just not cognizant enough. To, to worry about bullying and, and, and people making fun. I'm sure this child has no idea what's going on. And the doctor even told the woman, hey, this is not going to end well. Right? So when your doctor does tell you, hey, this is not the way. Don't do this. But you mothers think you know what's best. Right? But what? If this woman knew this child was going to be like this, do you think she still would have continued on with this if you had an inkling or you if you could see into the future people and you can see your child being just all just jacked up and you still go through with it shame on you shame on you even even now with the genetic testing and all the markers i mean they it's pretty hard to go through nine months with the deformity and they not catch it you understand it's these days it's pretty rare to go through an entire nine month pregnancy and not know what's going on with your kid. Okay. 
as the let's go for a reason and i want that reason to be you know fulfilled however it's supposed to be and if it's a little child being curious at the age of two wanting to know what's wrong who's to say that that child might not grow up and become a doctor and be able to you know solve some of the mysteries in the world your child is not going to do that your child is going to be a, is a drain on society is a waste of life sorry your child's not going to be able to grow up and do anything so when you pass on she's going to be somebody else's responsibility and guess what's going to happen they may end up abusing or hurting this child because look at, look at her. What, what, what's the incentive to, to be nice and kind and gentle to this child? We don't treat things that we define as different or abnormalities in a kind way. We treat things that don't register, that doesn't, doesn't make sense to us. We, we generally reject it or, or look to get rid of it, right? Children like this, Outside of their parents, if they, God forbid, had to go to someone else, someone else's home, they're, gonna, they're not going to get properly loved and attended for and taken care of like the way they should. No. We see a problem and you subconsciously like, I, we need to eradicate this thing. Okay? So you encourage questions. I do. I really do. I want people to ask me questions about her. I don't want people to um, push us aside or especially, you know, shy away from her or any of that stuff because... Katie is worth knowing, and she's very, very sweet. I think that she understands a lot more than people realizes that she understands. I'm really happy to be here with you today. I tell her she's smart and beautiful all the time. This child is How does she react? Stop. Most of the time she reacts in a happy little attitude. Sometimes she just kind of looks at me and gives me that look. I just, I made, if you can make a pact with God, it was kind of like, um, I lay in the bed for like two weeks after that. And I was like, when I first found out, and I was like, you know, crying and everything. And it was just like a little light bulb went off my head. It was like, what are you laying here crying about? You know, and I, you know, it's like, okay. If you give her to me, I'll do everything in my power to take care of her until you decide to take her back home. And that's what, you know, that's what I've... More than likely, this child's going to outlive the mother. Then what? Once this child outlives the mother, then what? That means she becomes a burden to the state. Her family members are not going to want to take her in. Let's just be honest. The money ain't worth it. The money, the state will pay you to, to take care of this child. It's not going to be worth it. And if you do take a check for this child, you're going to mistreat this child. You're going to do the bare minimum with this child. Okay. You're going to do the bare minimum. You're going to, you're going to watch it sleep every night with a pillow in your hands debating. Is this the night I'm going to end this? You're going to watch this child sleep every night with a pillow in your hand, just debating. Should I do it tonight? Is this is tonight? The night is tonight. The night done I'm, i just i live every day knowing that i could wake up tomorrow and she could be gone how do you know if katie's happy i don't believe me we know if katie's happy <laughs> but she um she smiles a lot she giggles she 
claps her hands. Are we kidding right now? <laughs> What's it like for you to see her happy? I love to see her happy. When she's happy, it makes me happy. <laughs> yes. You know, everybody has their own opinion and they're entitled to it. Just sometimes it would be nice if they wouldn't express those opinions. <laughs> but, you know, I mean. You know why? It, you know why? You know why? Because it's offensive to people. I'll say it. The nerve of you to bring this into the world. I'll say what y'all don't want to say. It is offensive to people. How dare you bring this genetic disorder to life? This child should not be here. Sorry. Sorry. Your child should not be here. This is a, this is a walking, talking generational curse. There's nothing outside of her mother. There's nothing good about this child being here. Whose life is this child enhancing? What joys is this child bringing to people's lives? No, the complete opposite. You're repulsed by this child. You're scratching your head like, how could this come to be? You're even questioning God at this point. Why would God allow this child to exist? What in the hell is this? Why is my money? <laughs> Why is my, if, he, she, if, if this child lives in your state, guess who's paying her medical bills? Does she look like she can afford the medical bills? bills yes or no? Right? If you're in this child's state, you're paying for this child's lifelong medical bills. You're a drain on society. Society would be better off without these children. Sorry. Society would be better off without these children. Let's get to the next one. Are you ready for your interview? Yep, I do. Why are you do? Why, what are we doing? Listen, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Come on. Well, let's continue. Is there anything unique about you? What do you mean? Unique, like something that's special about you. Uh, I can do this. That, see what I'm saying? You see what happens when you give children delusions of grandeur? This ain't cute, little kid. You're an abomination. You're repulsive. You should not be here. You sticking out your tongue is not cute. That's not a skill set. That's not a magic trick. Okay. We're not going to clap our hands and, and throw money at you for you being able to stick out your tongue. Okay. You are, you, you are ruining my day. You are ruining my day. You should not be here. But these selfish ass parents. God and whatever reason is they, they justify to themselves to have these children on this planet is beyond me. Y'all enable these generational curses to exist. These children should not be here. Do you ever feel envious of your sister? And this is a decent looking woman. Sis, what are you doing? That's her sister? Oh, Lord. With the boyfriend? Because I've been wanting to follow in your footsteps since your first one. Mm -hmm. And I haven't. I still don't have a boyfriend. What the f-
Y'all remember that episode of, uh, what was it? Hey, what, <laughs> what's the name of the TV show years ago? When we, when we were kids, we used to watch that show with Corky. What's the name of the show with the, <laughs> with homie with the down syndrome? What was the name of that TV show? Y'all. I just know his name was Corky. What was his name? <laughs> what? Wait, Chaz, I know your inbox be lit. Stop playing. Stop, stop. Life goes on. Y'all remember when they gave Corky a little, <laughs> little Down Syndrome girlfriend? <laughs> Y'all remember when they gave Corky the little, he had a little girlfriend and she, and she had Down Syndrome. <laughs> and I remember that episode because the parents were like, I, <coughs> I don't think you two should be dating. Because even in that episode, they told y'all, y'all should not be in, in risking procreation. They understood that. That episode, that show was 20, 25 years old. But even in the, the show writers, when they wrote that episode, they were like, these two should not be together. Because there's a chance, you know, procreation. And we don't want that. We don't want two parents with down syndromes procreating it, it will create another down syndrome baby we don't need that this, this is a grown woman talking about she needs a boyfriend <sighs> you know what if you came late to class let me run it back to y'all again following your footsteps as your first one mm-hmm. and i haven't i still don't have a boyfriend Lord have mercy. Woman, you, the last thing you should be worried about is fatless. You are an abomination. You are a genetic defect in the physical. You should not be here. I'm sorry. Once again, my stance is if one of you women ever have an encounter with me and you come to me three months later, hey, I'm, I'm with child. Um, the doctor discovered a genetic defect marker in the in the in the ASFAB test, and um, I you will hear nothing from me. I will not be there to, for you. We the, you will not. We will not take pictures together with this deformed ass child. Talking about this is super sly baby. No, the fuck it's not. That's your baby. That's your genetic deformity. You take care of that. Okay, I'm that guy. I don't do genetic deformities. This is Sparta. Okay. This woman is worried about sexual intercourse. Ma'am, you have way bigger issues. You have way bigger issues (laughs) on your plate than some damn wanting a boyfriend. And she was adamant about it. And Sarah's like, I got her fourth boyfriend now. Max. And he's really nice and stuff, but I still haven't had one.
Ben, if y'all don't get this shit off my damn <laughs> laptop, if y'all don't get this off my damn, you right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, guess what? If I give you a defective seed and you dumb enough to bear it to fruit, that's on you. Sorry, stink. I went for a pack of coconut water and never came back. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to be watching me on this motherfucking YouTube. And then be like, that son of a bitch. Yeah, I be that. And you're going to be in the comments and I got to block you. Come take care of your sick baby, Sly. And I got to block you. You got to make videos about me. Y'all see Sly's sick baby. He don't even come take care of it. He don't even say hi. He don't even acknowledge us. No, I will not. I don't acknowledge imperfections. Nobody told you to have a retarded baby. I, I'm that guy. You're not going to shame me. Listen, this social media shit, even though it, it can cut both ways, you cannot shame me. I don't give a fuck. I'm that ignorant. I'm so ignorant. I'm so ignorant. Please. Yes, make videos about this uh, this the genetically deformed ass baby that I won't take care of. Please make videos about me. Thank you. Please come to my comments. Sly, you deadbeat. You don't take care of your baby. It's a blessing from God. And I got to block all of your damn accounts. And you still sneak, stay sneak watching my videos. Holding this little deformed fucker like, here's your daddy. No. No. I'm that guy. You've been forewarned, all of you. All of you have been warned. Okay. <laughs> Nigga said, take care of your family vlog, baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was funny. That was funny. I like that. No. Right. But some won't show problems until birth. You right. You right. And then when that forehead just gets a little bit bigger every day, and I'm like, you know, hey, what's wrong with this kid? Oh, you know, it's just a little water on the brain, a little encephalitis. Encephalitis? What? Yeah, you know, just a little water on the brain. It goes in for surgery. Really? Oh, okay. How about you do this? Holler at me after the surgery. What's like? You can't leave. You can't depend on us. I need you. No, 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 no. It's just a little encephalitis. It, it, they can fix it in surgery. The head won't be that big. I'm not taking. What? What name? What weird names would you give it? I don't know. Sly, won't you take Shaquan to the first day of kindergarten and preschool? No, Sly's not taking. I didn't tell you the name the kid Shaquan to begin with. I did not sign up on that name, Shaquan. Do you think I will let you, allow you to name a child of my name Shaquan? Well, it doesn't matter. Just you're not gonna take the you're not gonna take Shaquan to the store. No, bitch. No. That's what we're not gonna do. That's what we're not gonna do. No. No half on the bed. Listen, I'm just man enough to tell you what time it is. You've been forewarned. I'm getting tired, Bobit. How would you describe your sister? A tree. A tree? Let me finish, okay, Sarah. Okay, okay. She's very tall, but I love my sister anyway. But I was at school still and I saw people like, together and whatever it just made me feel sad.
you child, you worry about the wrong damn thing. See what I'm saying? Who put this in this baby's head? Who put this in this child's head that having a boyfriend is the end all be all? Yeah, super lyrical, magic, magic. No, I, I ain't. Listen. Yeah, we ain't gonna call your dad. Listen, even my daddy gonna be like, nah. Even pops gonna be like, no, no, no. Even my family gonna be like, no, no, no. And 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 if you if you really test me, I'll let Minnie me watch the baby, and then we'll see what happens. Mini me, what happened? How, why is Shaquan face down in the tub? Dad, you told me to give him a bath. <sighs> face down in the tub? Dad, I just did what you told me to do. Give him a bath. But, but Mini me, he's face down in the tub. Dad, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let me come on. Yeah, keep pestering me. And I'll be like, you know, let me watch Shaquan for you while you have a girl's night out. Go out, go out with your girls. I'll take care of Shaquan for the night. Are you sure, Sly? Because, you know, earlier you were saying you didn't want to be bothered with us. And, you know, and, you know, and I love you. And I, I had this baby for you. And it's a part of you. And he's a part of you. He's a part of you. He has your eyes. Please don't reject us, Sly. Yeah, yeah. Go out with your, your punk-ass girlfriends. I'll watch. Me and Minnie me going to watch Shaquan for the night. And I'm like, yo, Minnie me, give Shaquan a bath. Oh my God, that fine. All right. Why is Shaquan face down and hot and scalding hot water? That's what's going to happen. You keep pestering me. Okay. Keep pestering me. And I'm, and I'm going to show up at your doorstep. Go out with, with your girlfriends. I'll watch Shaquan. And if that's what you don't want to happen, leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. Don't let me get many me to be the babysitter. Don't let me do it. I'll do it. Okay. The last thing you want me to do, if you keep pestering me, is to let me make, make many me babysit. All right. Okay. You've been forewarned. Let's continue. Because I don't have one. What's it like for you when you hear Michelle say that she wants to follow in your footsteps? Well, I think it's really nice because it means that I have good st footsteps to follow, I guess, you know? Like, it's not, it's something that she big wants. Footsteps. Big footsteps. Yeah, <laughs> big footsteps. Sorry. It's, it's I, a path that she likes, and she likes the person I've become, so um, that's. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, sis can get it. I, I, sis can get it. I would like, look, I know your little, your little, your little family member over there is, you know, a little, I, I would, I would, I would fuck with this chick, I would. That's nice to hear. What do you want someone to think when they see you for the very <laughs> first oh time? Sorry, I had to yawn when you... Am I boring you? No, I don't know. Do you want me to dance around while I ask no, my questions? No, I just woke up at five this morning to go to bathroom and that's early. I can't believe you're yawning at me. Am I, I not entertaining enough? I You know, I'm a sensitive guy. I'm gonna start crying in a minute. No, you are not. When somebody sees you for the first time, <sighs> what do you hope they think? That I can't. <laughs> I was.
Okay, let's continue. Walking from my room across the hall to the bathroom, and Michelle was in her room alone with a full-length mirror, and she didn't know anybody was there. And she, I think she had on a new outfit or something. And she just looked at herself in the mirror and she just said, I look so good today. <laughs> and like, I don't even remember that. I know, but because that's like a daily thing for you. <laughs> but a lot of people, My bad. people in this world are not, do not have that kind of vision of themselves. Mm. And so I think that is one of the best things about you because you are just so unapologetically yourself. Be specific. My next question. Question what? Question 24. <laughs> Would you describe yourself as sassy? No! And whoever said that is a liar! There's a lot of words that we could use to describe Michelle. Um, I know she doesn't like sassy. So I will say she is strong-willed and empowered and has very um, specific opinions about things. Sis, I, I get it. And sis, big sis gotta, big, big sis gotta play the role. I respect big sis. Gotta play the role. Got, got, I, I respect that, I, but let's, who are we kidding? At least she's confident. Uh, that's delusion. That's not confidence. That is self-delusion. Okay? Well, let's continue. And very smart. I even talked to Chris about the sassy thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not. Well, I just think you are very, you know what you want, and you know what you think, and you know your opinions, and you want to you assert them at every opportunity. Would you mind sitting up for this one? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my god, Chris. What was that all about? <laughs> Do you like goofy people? Yes. Why? You make me laugh. <laughs> like you. Okay, I'm gonna ask you question number 1,700,082 of this interview. Are you ready? <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm serious, I'm keeping track. No, you're you're going all over the place. You don't believe him? Are you calling me a liar? No! I'm being serious over here! No, I did not call you a liar. But oh, you I went can't. from. Oh my god. I call you a skipper. You oh would never skip a number. Now are you ready for question number 10,815? Skipping numbers and yes. You can call me Skippy. You know, if she could try to kiss him in the mouth, she probably would. Let's just be honest. <laughs> would you rather be seen as nice or confident? I don't know. Maybe both. I think you are both. Yeah. You love yourself the most of anyone I've ever known. Yeah. So I wish I could have an eighth of that. Do you want to give me an eighth of that? No. <laughs> Not that generous. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next one. That Whenever I make a new one. friend, I sing a song oh, for them. Oh, Lord, Lord. Why do we... Oh, listen. 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 I'm, I even... <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I didn't even get... <sighs> Y'all blame Cassie Nova. <laughs> Y'all see this? Y'all see this? Okay, let's continue with, with, the, uh, with the nonsense. Once again... These are these children generational curses. Are these children generational curses? Grayson, 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 Grayson. Hey, Grayson. Uh, I'm so happy you came. I'm really happy I came too. Yep. What's your favorite part about hanging out together? Good. Good. It's good. Yep. Do you like having conversations? You're the best. You're the best. Yep. You're amazing. Me you are. Me you are. What? What? Come on. You you want to argue me this child's a blessing? 
how dare any of y'all want to debate me if this child is a blessing? Look at this child here. Look, yeah, we all going, y'all going to hell with me. Quit playing. Look at this child here. You mean to tell me the God that sits above all and, you know, whatever you pray to, this is, this is what, how God re rewards you, right? For, you know, for being a good steward, good follower, good faithful believer. He blesses you with a, a deformed child, right? He's not as bad looking girl. You better stop playing with me. You better stop playing with me. Is it easy to be your friend? Yeah. You are. You are. Why am I your friend? Because you're the best. You're the best. You're the best. And I'm so happy I get to be here with you today. I'm quite happy you're gonna be here today. Man, oh, let, me, let me get it get through this. Let me get through this. Okay, here we go. He he likes he likes football or baseball. Or debates. No. What? What kind of it? Listen, we're not going to let you miss the baseball game, I promise. Good. Okay. I already know what he's thinking. How often <laughs> does he ask about baseball? Every day. All day. <laughs> he does not miss a game. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking what you're thinking. Okay, I'm looking for a ring on mom's finger. I'm just, just, while you guys are focused on the genetic anomaly i'm focused on if the mother has a wedding ring so let you know let's let it play out and i'm not gonna let you miss the race game is there anything unique about you no nothing no do you want to be seen as a normal guy yeah just like you you are just like me both like sitting down hanging out watching sports we're gonna watch baseball now now now, now let me be fair i'm not making fun of these children i no i i don't if you caught if you caught me last night um, you, you saw how deeply disturbed I was at, at all of the children with all their issues and ailments. And I really struggled to question what parent in their right mind would allow children to live in the conditions that they are. You understand? So some of y'all didn't catch last night. Last night was a very heavy show for me and this would be no different. I just don't for the life of me. You cannot convince me this is the right thing to do to have these children living. You, you'll never convince me of that. Never. This is not the way. In a little bit. You want to watch baseball together? In a little bit. Is that because we're friends? Yeah. What are you most proud of Grayson for? Okay, shout out to him, the dad, family, father. Shout out to that. But still, not, not super sly. You're not going to catch Super Sly sitting next to Shaquan. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back and revisit the dude from last night. Because some of y'all think this shit is like, I'm just play play. No, because I want you to know what true suffering looks like. We're going to go back and revisit old boy from last night. The black dude. Okay? Some of y'all didn't catch last night's show. Don't worry. We're going to go revisit old dude. And then you come back and tell me that's the way. Just uh, his outlook in life. I mean, he he loves life. He loves whatever we're doing. Doesn't matter. He loves just just being there in the moment. I can't stop giving knuckles at all. Why can't you stop giving me the knuckle pound? Cause you're the best. And you're the best. Yep. 
How does Grayson get around the house? Um, he rolls. He rolls, um, and he army crawls. Do you like getting around the house like this? What yeah. the fuck? I'll be back. Y'all have. He has extreme um, upper body strength, and he will take his forearms and he will pull his body across the carpet. Is it easy for you to crawl like that? Yeah. What is Grayson's diagnosis? Grayson does not have a diagnosis. He has a multitude. Of diagnoses, uh, cranial facial. That's right, is one. Um, <clears throat> he doesn't have like a syndrome that they were able to determine. We had um, sequencing done of DNA and everything. Amazingly, came back normal. So they never could really figure out what may have happened. So the doctors determined because they've never seen a case with Grayson's anomalies put together in one child. So they actually just call it Grayson's syndrome. What is this? My man got something they can't even identify. Grayson has something they can't even identify. He, he gets his own disease named after him. You know, it's bad when the disease is named after you. That's how bad it is. Lou Gehrig comes to mind, right? You know it's bad when it's named after you. Let's continue. Uh, what does it do? It freaks me. But he has hydrocephalus and Chiari malformation, craniosynentosis, which is, you know, um, malformation of the skull. Yeah. And he has cleft palate. Um, he's blind in his left eye. Well, his right eye, he does have 70% vision. Um, he has hand and beat um, deformities. Why would you allow this to come to life? You really think it's okay for your child to be like this? Y'all really think it's okay for your child to be like this? to live like this, to be a prisoner in its own body. Y'all think this is cool. You, you want to tell me this is what good parenting looks like? You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me if I abandon all my children, right? If I'm a deadbeat dad, you want to tell me there's still better parents than me? If I say, fuck all my kids, you know, if I say, you know, I'm good, I'm tapping out. You mean to tell me these people are better parents than me? Are you serious? These people are better parents than me? For real? Seriously. Really? Really? Okay. Okay. All right, have at it. He, have, he has no bones in his thumbs, but he loves to twiddle them. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. And he has three toes on each foot. He also has a sipital encephalocele, which is where the brain, the skull in the back of the head did not close. Therefore, the brain matter protrudes through the head. The brain matter is protruding through the back of his head. That means if you hit him hard enough or if he falls down on the back of his head, it's out. He's lights out. Are you serious? 
Yes, parents do have a God complex. You know what? Let me do this real quick. Because I want my chat. To, I want my chat box to be. Hold up. Let me let me do something real quick. Just bear with me, y'all. All right, well, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Let me do something real quick. Just bear with me. Bear with me. Okay, let me fix that part. And then let me fix this part. Hold on, I'm almost done, y'all. Almost done. Almost done. Almost done. Okay. Where's my chat? My chat box. Okay, chat box here. There. Overlay. Overlay. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Overlay. Fifteen there. Okay. Almost done. Almost done, y'all. Almost done. Okay. Then let me do this overlay. Hey. One. Thirty frames per second. Okay. All right, that's all I need to do. Let's get back to this. Uh, so what I'm going to do is after this little boy here, we're going to go back last, from last night and revisit Homeboy, the grown-ass man, okay? So for y'all thinking I'm, I'm capping or full of crap, whatever, we're going we're gonna to see what real suffering looks like. Hold up. Okay, and we're back. Person. Happy. Why are you so happy? Because... I'm just happy. We agree that we only make life-saving changes for him. Um, we don't want to change his appearance because we adore and love who he is and what he is. Um, if changing his appearance is something that he would want to do later on, that's up to him. This part. Really? You don't think he want to change the way he looks? Are, are, you, are you for real? Even children understand social pressure, social, social norms. They understand that. What, they understand conformity. Children understand conformity. They understand it's not good to stand out looking like that. They understand ridicule. Let's not, let's not diminish the intelligence of children. They're not stupid. They understand what, what time it is. Okay. Art is called a Mickey button <clears throat> and it was surgically put in and there's a balloon on the inside of his stomach that holds it in place. So this part, when you attach it, and it's called a locking key, you line it up, and when you spin it, it opens up the inside, and you unlock this part so the feed can flow, and then you hit the run button, and it runs the feed into his stomach. I do lay at night and literally watch him breathe and just thank the good Lord that, you know, we have this day together, and I hope we wake up in the morning together, so. For real? 
you want this to continue. So you pray to God, this continues. Okay, you know what? I got you. I got y'all. Let me go ahead and pull This is going to be fun. Let me pull up old boy from last night. Because y'all think I'm playing. Y'all think I'm playing. Where's homeboy at from last night? Five an hour note. That's not him. All this shit I didn't even see last night. Hold up. Okay, we'll go back. So, okay, it's in the videos. Okay, here we go. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Here we go. This on. This is homeboy from last night. Yeah, debate me on this. Bro. Let's run it back again. Yes, I'm really excited to be here with you. Yay. We're going to have a great time together. <laughs> I can already tell you're a super cool dude and we're going to get along. Absolutely. If somebody wants to be Thomas's friend, what should they do? Just speak to him. Just say, hey, Thomas. That's it. He'll just see. <laughs> just like, hey, Thomas, how you doing? He'll, he'll, he'll smile at anybody. Uh, but immediately he'll just, even if you don't say anything, he'll look just to get you. So I don't even need to get you up to speed. This is all he can do is smile and blink. He can't talk, he can't speak, he can't do anything. And y'all wanna see him come back and tell me I'm crazy, I'm the selfish person, I'm wrong. This man is 38 years old. This man is 38 years old. Yeah. This man is 38 years old. But okay, let's continue. You just smile at him. <laughs> Thomas, we might be participating in some friendly banter because I see you're wearing a Panthers jersey. Oh. <laughs> My friend, I'm an Eagles fan. Oh, Thomas, that's the problem. You see the problems? <laughs> does he love talking about football? Yes. You see? Does he love a little trash talk? He does. He does. Well, well Thomas, I, I, I hate to say it, Thomas. Oh, Thomas. But the Panthers, <laughs> they stink. <laughs> Look Garbage. At the, machine. <laughs> the machine went up to like 147. What's that mean? It raised his heart pressure. His heart pressure. His blood pressure went up. Calm down. He. It, it, listen. It's trash talk. It's football talk. All right. I'll take one last look. Make sure we're both on the. Cool. I think mm -hmm. we're good to go, Thomas. <laughs> this man is like a baby. Okay. If this man woke up and said, "Yo, sis, take me out," he couldn't even communicate. That's what I'm trying to explain to people. If this man says, "You know what? I'm tired." This man cannot even communicate to his sister. Hey, sis, take me out. Pull the plug. Okay, give me the Dr. Kevorkian number two. This man can't even communicate if he's... <laughs> and y'all want to sit here and tell me I'm wrong for not letting these people exist. And this ain't a generational curse. So the mama that died from brain cancer, so the mama that decided to let this this child come to fruition because of her selfishness. She died of brain cancer, leaving a sister to take care of him. So you done ruined all three of y'all lives because you just couldn't do the right thing and not have this, ch this, this child come to be thus freeing up the older sister to live her life. So now her life is just spent taking care of this grown ass baby. And y'all want to sit here and tell me generational curses still don't happen, still don't take place. You look at, you seeing it right here in real time. This one's an extreme. Seriously, dude. Uh, okay. Since he says I'm, it, it's extreme. Let's let, cause he, he needs to be converted. He needs to be converted. 
let's see surviving severe okay you know what when somebody meets you for the first time what do you hope they think i hope they think that i'm nice and that i'm not a, i'm not like a zombie what the f dude we're gonna we're, we're gonna keep playing this game y'all gonna still okay i'm like a horrible creature this trying like hurt people how do you hope they introduce themselves well they say hi first and oh, they shake their hand hello hey nice to meet you nice to meet you too why did you want to do this interview today to tell people that miracles do exist do you feel like a miracle yes when you share your story with somebody how do you hope they react well i know it'll make them sad but i y'all still want to keep playing with me i got you come on hope that it gets to their heart and i hope it gives them hope and faith on themselves too i know they might feel bad for me and everything but i would like they think well if he's a, if like if he did it, I could do it too. So courage and strength. Why is it important for you to provide courage and strength to others? Because this world needs it. I think love is the most valuable thing, at least to me. How would you define love? Well, man, well, I think love is someone who is caring, be there by your side listen to you yeah god bless homeboy i couldn't do it because i'd be real mad at somebody that let me live like this i'd be real upset so god bless him he a better person than me because i'm selfish who we, who we kidding this ain't no way to live are you kidding me right now this ain't no way to live but let's continue because this is you know homeboy said this is this one's extreme all right you listen to them they may get you upset to do something wrong but you'll forgive them when you wake up in the morning, what's the very first thing you think about? It's going to be a good day. Why is that your first thought? Because if you think it's going to be a bad day, then you will not have a good day. What in this world brings you the most joy? My family. I actually thought that one day, um, one day on the shield. Does this woman look happy? Does the mama look happy? Does the mama look happy? Does the mama look happy? How much time do you think she would get if he just go ahead and, and, and smothered him with a pillow and, and put him out of his misery? How much time do you think she would get? What jury would, con would, would convict this woman of a crime? It's a mercy killing. Right? What jury would convict this woman seeing a child like this and she said, you know what, I'm not, not going to do this. I'm not gonna let him go through this again. You know, what jury would convict this woman of a crime? How much time do you think she would do legitimate? Look at the face of this woman. Uh, you know, like abandoning me or something. And she hasn't done. And she says, I never will because you're my son and I will. Is it okay if I ask you questions about the accident? Sure. What happened? The candle fell. Fire spread quick and then into a blanket. And then it all caught on fire. Pues cuando le pasó el accidente. When the accident happened. Que para mí fue muy doloroso porque una madre no quiere que le pase nada a sus hijos. 
for me, it was painful because no mother wants this to happen to their son. The doctors told me I was about to die when I, I came. Well, there was just no hope. If you could change anything about the world, what would you change? I would change that people understood each other better. Do you feel misunderstood? Sometimes. How would you explain your role in his life? Um, I would say I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of like a, a mentor, you know, someone that he can ask anything and he gets the truth. But there was one day when this kid said, oh, uh, he was calling me some kind of, some kind of creature in his imagination. I can't remember what it was, but what I did is I scared him, make me, I scared him and he went running all the way to his house and then my mom says, don't do that. I'm like, mom, that was funny for me though. Are you scared of kid on purpose? Oh, kind of. In a way, yeah. I love how you like to have fun. Does that stuff ever bother you though, or do you just kind of roll with His eyelids are melted. Are you kidding me? His eyelids are melted together. Do you really want to have a debate with me on this? His eyelids are melted together. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's go look at this. This is gonna be fun. We got we got I got time. Let's see, what what other who who, who we wanna look at? Who we wanna look at? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, all right, here we go. He doesn't smile, I can't smile. When he when he's unhappy, I'm unhappy. Um I know, I know. Um so I work really hard for that smile. Um, all I need is his smile. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's it. Word. That's it. That's Word. it. Okay. Welcome to SBSK. He has feelings like everybody else. How much do you love Anthony? Oh my God. He is my world. He is. Don't make me cry so soon. Um, he has truly. Changed my life for the better. Um, As he now. I see love differently. Oh, do you now? The way he loves people uh, is indescribable. And because of that, that is. How, how is he able to love people? Okay, I'm legit asking a question, y'all. How is this disabled, deformed young man able to love? How? What does that look like? What does that look like? It isn't like love and action. Right? Most people say love is an action. Okay, what actions can he demonstrate love? A blink? A laugh? Is that, is that, that's, that's good. That's, that works for you, for y'all. That works for y'all. That, okay. Let's let mom tell, tell it. Help me to love people differently. So for someone like me, who's meeting Anthony for the first time, mm -hmm. Do you hope that I start a conversation and sit beside him and look him in the eye? Yeah. Yeah. Anthony. My name is Chris. I came here to meet you. I'm really happy. What, what, are we going, what are we going to talk about, Anthony? What are we going to talk about? The weather? Politics? Girls? How, how are you feeling today? Uh, do you feel overwhelmed? Are you filled with joy? What hurts? Are you in pain? Are any of your joints hurting? Do you have any nerve? Nerves that are f tingling. I mean, what, 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 the, what are we going to talk about? 
What are we going to talk about? What do you want people to learn from your story, Anthony? <laughs> really? Okay, I'm the, I'm the bad guy. All right, I'm the villain, of course. Once again, don't ever convince me these people are better parents than me. I could be the most deadbeatest dad on the planet. Don't ever fix your mouth to say these people are better parents than me, ever. Don't ever fix your, your, your lips to say, well, slide they're better parents than you. Never. 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 I would never let no child that I had control of suffer like this. Are you fucking kidding me? Happy I get to be here with you. I know how smart you are. Not only because your family told me, but because you're communicating in your own way. People can come to him and talk to him openly and freely, and he will respond if you have patience. If you take what you're used to and what's familiar away and just forget that and just understand that he, he is a person. Yes, he has physical challenges. Yes, um, he may not be able to sit up, sit unassisted. He not maybe not be able to use his hands or walk, but you can communicate with him and he will respond. And I just want people to just give him a chance to do that. I love how you're trying your hardest to communicate. You're communicating really effectively. Word, mommy, I don't want to be here anymore. Um, I'm tired. I don't want this. I don't want to be here. How do you communicate? I don't want to be here. What does that look like? What does that sound like? I don't want to be here. Remember the, um, the Jack of working video with the guy that was dying from Lou. He had Lou Gehrig's. He was like right in the middle midst of Lou Gehrig's. And this is when I found out when you have Lou Gehrig's, you can't swallow. And the, and the, the Jack of working, he was in, these were the, the, the videotapes they used to convict him because he always recorded everything, right? And the guy was struggling to tell him he doesn't want to be here. I remember that. The guy with Lou Gehrig's in the wheelchair could barely swallow the spit in his, in his mouth. He was trying to tell Dr. Kevorkian doesn't want to be here. Do y'all remember, does anybody remember that? I sure as hell do. Because I didn't know what the fuck Lou Gehrig's disease was. I just I remember the baseball player died from Lou Gehrig's disease. I didn't know what it was. Basically, the throat, your muscles seize up. Every muscle in your body just seizes up. You cannot swallow. You cannot swallow. That man struggled for five minutes to tell Dr. Kevorkian he wants to die. Okay? But, okay, let's, let's continue. Happy to be here with you, Anthony. What are we, what are we doing, y'all? For real? He'll respond to you, and he'll he'll give you glances. He'll smile, look at you, giggle a little bit. Um, he has his way of letting you know, and you'll know. You, <laughs> you'll know. When everyone else around him is sad because of something that's going on because of him, he's the only one. He'll be the only one in the room smiling. So if, if he can smile and get through it, then we should be able to. How would you describe being Anthony's dad? It's a dope, the dopest feeling ever. And he just taught me to enjoy life while you have it, no matter what the circumstances are. So he is definitely my first love. I love him. There's really no words to really describe how much I love him. I really feel like I'm at a better place in my life because of him. Yes, he comes with a lot of challenges that need to be tended to. 
but he still smiles through it. I just want people when they interact with him to know that he, he's there mentally, he just has trouble physically. And to just give him a chance, just, just to see what his heart looks like and what he can offer because his, his life has a lot of meaning. And I live down in Florida with my girlfriend and my little puppy dog. What's up? I do. I do indeed. All right, we're going to do one more, and then we're going to get to the Whitakers. Shut up. We're going to do one more, then we're going to take a look at the Whitakers. This is going to be fun. Okay. So let's see. How do I want to end this one? Which one do I want to use to end this first part of the show? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, you know what? Come Bella, on. I have a super important question for you. Yes? When people meet you, what do you hope they say? Hi. Hi, Bella. <laughs> Shout out to CEO with the, with the two in the super chat. Body language IQ parents are searching for <laughs> This is the final one that we're going to get to. We're going to get to part two of generational curses featuring the Whitakers. Let's continue. Hi. Bella, I have a question for you. What's your favorite thing to do with your dad? Play. But one time I was almost winning and you decided to stop the game. <laughs> because I was winning. <laughs> you decided to change the game. We were playing Candyland, remember? I was all I was winning, and then you said, "No, stop! Change the game. I want to play shoots and ladder." I like how silly you are. I'm silly too. Sometimes I just dance around like a chicken. Do you ever dance around like a chicken? Chris, silly Chris. Don't you like silly people? Cluck cluck cluck. What? Give me your best watch. You're good. <laughs> Silly Bella. Thank you. Many people sometimes. Oh, come on, sis. Now you know this ain't what Allah wanted. Sis, you know this ain't Allah. This ain't Allah's will. Don't do this. This ain't Allah's will. Don't don't put this on Allah. Don't do this. Come on, you, don't come on here with the hijab, sis. Talking about this. This ain't Allah's will. Don't put, don't you put that on Allah. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> he surrendered with sign a 720 contract. <laughs> said that, what happened with Bella? It must be a uh, punishment from the God. I want people all over the door to understand that that's not true. Oh, you're gonna hug? Yeah. Oh, oh. Right. I love you so much. Born a hero riddle, why are giraffes so slow to apologize? It takes a long time for them to swallow their pride. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. <laughs> that's a good one. That's funny. Ha ha ha. What do you believe is the most important thing for others to understand about Bella? Um, I guess that, I mean, even though she looks different, she is in every bit, every bit 
are the same sea, it's just like a normal person and, and slightly different vessel, if you, if you will. Do you like making new friends? No. Do you get scared making new friends? Maybe. Why do you get scared making new friends? I don't know. Bella, I promise you that I'm not scary. Could we be friends? I'm really happy I get to be friends with you. Yes, yes. What is Bella's favorite pose when there's pictures? <laughs> like that. Please. <laughs> like a bunny. We communicate faster uh, uh, with signing and talk directly with the talkers. She has to remember where's the look. It's got like a thousand icons in this thing, even though she's very savvy but it would take her time something to remember where the icons are. So do you use the talker so that those who are not familiar with Bella can understand her better? Yes, so we talk you know, on a daily basis. We just sign or we just talk directly. She understands what we're saying and we understand what we're saying. But sometimes we, we couldn't make up what- Once again, when, once this child outlives her parents, who's gonna take care of her? Once these children outlive their parents, their sweet, loving, delusional parents, who is going to take care of them? She said um, she would sign if we still doesn't know what was the sign. We don't you know, remember. She would ask for the talker, please, so she can use her talker. <laughs> we, we had a little doll and we said to her that that's her baby sister. <laughs> so that she kind of warm up about the idea of having a sister. <laughs> right now she says, it's all me. No sister, no brother. <laughs> can I tell you something? I'm super impressed with how you're using your device to talk to me. It shows how smart you are. I can understand everything you're saying because of the device, and it makes me happy that I get to make a new friend like you. You're welcome. You're rubbing my back. Thank you. I want her to always be happy, no matter what the situation, no matter what the condition. Um, I want her to be able to make friends, because so far she doesn't have any friends. Friends now, you know that, right? I, 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 I don't even care I'm what your fiction is at this point. You're having my back. Thank you. Okay. Now let's get to the Whitakers. Let's get to the Whitakers. Okay. Everybody knows about the Whitakers. One of the most inbred families in the country. Um, this is part two of my presentation of generational curses. Because all generational curses do not look the same, do not operate the same, but the end result is the same. Okay, let's continue. Let's go. So this is just like um, the hills have eyes. They always have people protecting them. That's a very um, overlooked point. People like the Whitakers 
are allowed to exist because you have regular folk willing to protect them. Okay. You have people willing to protect them. Law enforcement and the neighbors willing to protect these generational curses and allow these curses to continue and, 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 and grow. Okay. Y'all pay attention. Remember in the Hills have eyes. It was the regular dudes that owned the, the, that owned the gas station. He was like, yeah, just take this shortcut through this route. And then they had the, the, the tire spikes already set in place. And then their reward is whatever belongings they had. Those people, the, the victims and the, the store owner would get the rewards, the wallets, the, the, the gold, the monies, clothes, whatever the case may be. You understand? All right. Let's continue. Okay, before I eat, <laughs> before this shit even kicks off, you still, <laughs> before we even kick this thing off, if you don't believe in generational curses, my channel is not for you. This topic is not for you. It's okay. It's okay to, to agree to disagree. You believe in what you want. I know what's real. Okay. You believe in what you want. But I know what's real. Let's continue. So, so what, are, what are your names? I'm sorry. What's his? His name's Ray. Ray. I remember Ray. I photographed you, Ray. Do you remember? Years ago. And your name is? Lorraine. Lorraine. And Timmy. Yeah. Now, you guys grew up here in, in, uh, in Odd, West Virginia. How, how many years have you lived here? Oh, you're, uh, you guys, I mean, did you go to school? You did? Some, some, of your some of your brothers and sisters probably didn't go to school, or how much schooling did they get? They, did, they didn't wish school long, but he graduated. You graduated from what? You went to high school, Timmy? Yeah, he went to high school long back. And how about you, Lorraine? No, she didn't wish school. She didn't. And, uh, no, they didn't wish school. Come on up. <laughs> Come here, Ray. Ray, tell me about your family. How are you going to do that, bro? How? In what language? Wow. 
How do I turn that off? Wow. Sorry, what? T tell me where you. Tell me, how, how, how old are you? How old are you? How old? What are you, what are you eating tonight for dinner? Man, if you don't stop playing with me right now. A sandwich. So you, you grew up here in, in odd West Virginia your whole, your whole life. And your, your family, you, you lost your brother since I was here last. Tell, tell me about your brother. Man, if y'all don't stop playing with me right now. What's your favorite memory, Ray? Do you remember anything about your life? <laughs> and you, you lost your other brother. Oh, we really... <laughs> Listen. Anybody can get it on my channel. This is not a race thing, so please don't think that. This is a generational curse thing. Generational curses don't have any color, nationality, ethnicity, none of that. Okay? Clearly, clearly, somebody made a deal or two. Somebody offended somebody way back in these people's bloodlines, and this is the end result here. There's some unresolved issues, some debts that are still old. I don't know. This is not the way. So you, you lost your brother? Ray's brother? Huh? Ray and Tim's brother? No, Ray. Tim is a nephew. Oh, Tim's Tim a nephew. Tim is a nephew. But there, there's one of the brothers that's missing now. Well, one of my brothers died. That's what I'm saying. Who, who is that? Freddie. Freddie, that's right. Freddie's gone. How long ago did he die? He's been dead for almost four years. Four years? How, how did he die? Huh? How did he die? He had a heart attack. Heart attack? So t tell me about your family. Um, your, your your parents. Tell me about your parents. My parents died. Oh, of course, yeah, they're older now. They'd be very old. What uh, what can you tell me about your family? Not much. No, you love your parents. Yeah, I love my family. Good family. Man, if y'all don't get, if y'all don't stop playing with me right now. So, you know, I hear stories about your family, that your parents were brother or sister or, or cousins or something like that. Nothing like that. But but the, the mental disorder that, that Ray has, what, what is that from? I don't know. I don't know what's all. Okay, you know what? 
humor me for five minutes. Let's look up the Whitaker family. Let's find out who is to blame. Yeah, let's find out who, 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 yeah, let's do that. This is them. The most famous inbred family. Okay, 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 okay. The family resides in a town called, called Odd. Some of the family, some of the members of the Whitaker family have mental and physical abnormalities. Uh, okay, okay. 2004, we visited him. Okay, okay. Da, 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 da. Okay. Okay. Try a documentary. Okay. Betty did confirm that her parents were related. They were double first cousins. They were double first cousins. I don't know what the double part means. If they were just first cousins, then I understand that part, but I don't know what double first cousins actually means. Okay. Yeah. Why is it the dogs look more kept than the, the damn humans? Okay. Later conducts interviews father was a coal miner. So the coal that gets into the lungs that gets into the blood that has something to do with it too. Um, later asked Betty about the intellectual and physical abnormalities her fam her relatives have, but she claimed to not know what caused them. Another video, a different relative Kenneth is asked the same question specifically talking about the issue. All the family members have with their eyes, not facing forward. He responds might be coal mining. Okay. So this is the follow-up. Okay. So let's go to the follow-up. So we got the introduction. Let's go to the follow-up. <laughs> Come on there, Blackie. Hey, Timmy. Oh, if y'all stop playing with me right now. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> Hi, Ray. <laughs> Ray Chili. <laughs> All right. So, Betty. Listen, Ray gonna be Ray's gonna live to be a hundred years old, man. I'm telling you, Ray gonna outlive everybody. <laughs> Betty, uh, last last year, after we did that video shoot, the uh, the GoFundMe campaign we did for you guys. Yeah. Generated like almost $30,000, uh -huh. which you got in pieces. And uh, you guys fixed up the, the roof of your house. Right. And you got some new windows. And uh, what, are, what are the things? I know, I know that you had some medical expenses too, right? <laughs> Lorraine had a heart attack. Um, hi, Chief. Where you at? Find you real quick. Hi, okay. Hi, Chief. I made you a mod. Drop the link in the trailer. I mean, shit. Drop the link in the chat. Sorry. Yeah, if you got the, yeah, you're a mod now, um, high chief. Just drop the link in the, uh, in the chat and we'll go over it and we'll, and we'll explore, uh, their family tree. If you'd be so kind. But yo, let's watch the ratio. 
attack? Yeah. And then Timmy had a heart attack just recently, right? Yeah. Damn. Is that where is that what most of the money was used for? Most of the money used for what? I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what what was the money? What did you guys use the money for? Well, I used the money for the team and then siding. I did fix one. I did fix one room up. I fixed my laundry room up. Oh, good. The floor's falling in. <laughs> I did. That's great. So let me let me ask you a little bit about your lives here. You, you grew up in this house. No, I grew up in that house over the across from the road there, and it and it was falling in. It was falling in everything. Then I had to, then I had bought this trailer and move everything in. What I had. Oh, this is a trailer. Hey. Yeah, it's a trailer with the built. I built the room on tour. Is that right? Yeah. How, how many how many children were there in your family? <laughs> All my. 16, I think. 16. And, uh... Yeah. Where, where did all the kids move off to? Because not everyone lived here, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, some of them... Yeah. Right. Some of them was born here. Some of them was born out there in Virginia. Yeah. Some of them Okay. Why were they born in different houses? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, High Chief just dropped the link. Let me... Let's go through this. Lord have mercy. This is going to be a hot mess tonight. Y'all blame High Chief for this nonsense. Okay, let me do. Copy, paste, copy. Y'all, whatever comes out of this, y'all blame High Chief Copper Jewels for this nonsense, okay? Hold on. Okay. Here we go. In 2020, Mark posted a video on his channel, Soft White Underbelly, that brought instant attention to this family deep inside rural West Virginia. The Whitakers and their poverty-stricken conditions won the hearts of so many across the nation for he showed the humanity of this family. From the outside, they could seem strange and mysterious with their nonverbal members like Ray, Lorraine, and Timmy, but when we get to view them up close, we came to realize, yeah, they're poor, yeah, they're messy, but they care for each other and each of them have their own personalities and contributions to the family. Take Betty for example. She's the matriarch of the group keeping them all fed and clothed and taken care of. Then there's Ray and Timmy. They may not speak but they're big bowls of sunshine and put a smile on your face whenever you see them and you begin to realize that they can communicate quite effectively in their own ways. Most of the information I got from Mark and his videos, so all credit goes to him including some of the stills I'll be using in this presentation. But in this video along with my additional genealogical research, I managed to piece together the family history of the Whitakers and create this family tree so we can see where they came from and reveal where each of these family members sit. Now listen, off the top, they're calling it an inbred tree. Off the top, they're calling it an inbred tree. Y'all laugh and make jokes about the queen and, and, and all the, the cousins of the royal family. They're all, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay, cool. But this, man, let's go. Within their clan. If you're new to my channel, welcome. Here on Mortal Faces, I take okay, family. Bruh. I also okay. so you can print it and Shout out to Mortal Faces. if you'd like to support this channel, you can purchase my new posters. Here's the Whitakers family. At the bottom we can see Lorraine, Timmy, Betty, Ray, Larry, and Kenneth. But I'm gonna start at the top and then work our way down. The earliest Whitaker ancestor I could find was Joseph Musgrave Whitaker I, who came to America in 1755 as a newborn, 
Both his parents, we don't know their last names, but their first names were Charles and Rosianne. Charles and Rosianne were from London, England. Charles was born in 1705 and christened at Holy Trinity the Less in London, while Rosianne was born in 1725. When Charles was 50 and Rosianne was 30, they departed for America. Joseph was born on the ship, but during their voyage, the parents died. Baby Joseph was now an orphan. We don't know if he was traveling with other family who adopted him, or if they had friends, or if a random stranger from the boat adopted him, but somebody did because he survived and settled in with Virginia and died in 1838, aged 83, with 11 children and a wife named Zobedia Obedience. Since we don't know his parents' last name, Zobedia Obedience, that's a hell of a name. The surname Whitaker could have been given to him by his adoptive parents, or maybe Whitaker was his true family name. We don't know. One of Joseph Whitaker the first sons was James Harvey Whitaker Sr. born in 1778 and he died in 1864 aged 86. He got married and had about 11 or 12 children and one of his sons was James Jr. in 1816. He married Pamela and they had Thomas Willis Whitaker who died in 1892. From Thomas, this is where the interesting entanglement happens. Uh -oh. Thomas married Elizabeth Perkins, the daughter of James and Lucy Perkins. Elizabeth had a sister, Mary, who married Samuel Riggs. They had six other siblings, but we're going to focus on these two. Mary and Samuel had children of their own, and two of them were Macy and Ada. Mm -hmm. Both sisters married into the Whitaker family to two of the children of Thomas and Elizabeth. So their mother-in-law, Elizabeth... There it is. That's where it begins. Okay. That's where it begins, y'all. 1882. That's where this curse begins. Oh, let's continue. I'm sorry for eating. Sorry. Elizabeth was also their aunt. With that was the auntie. Oh my gosh. So one of them was the auntie. Oh shit. The seven children from Thomas and Elizabeth, the two twin boys, Henry and John, are the ones we want to focus on. Both were born in 1882. John married Ada Riggs and Henry married another girl, Sarah Burton. Then each of the twin boys and their wives had a family of their own. And it's these two families that come together again with Betty and her siblings. Henry and Sarah's fifth child was John M. Roy Whitaker in 1913. And John and Ada's sixth child was Gracie Irene Whitaker in 1920. Both were paternal first cousins sharing the same grandparents, Thomas and Elizabeth, but also second cousins sharing the same great grandparents, James and Lucy. According to Larry, their dad, John, was a coal miner and could be mean sometimes and give a spanking when they got in trouble. He would walk to work every day and people would give him rides coming home. He got hurt in the mines one time and it messed up his back. According to Betty, their mom was rough on the girls. She wouldn't even let them go on dates. When their mom, Gracie, was 44, she got sick. She had heart trouble and cancer, so she had difficulty standing. And this is when Betty began... Oh shit, my bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. ...take on more responsibilities at home, after school, and take care of the others. She promised her mom she would never get married and always look after her siblings. John and Gracie brought their family genes back together with their 15 children. The ones that I dropped down got married. Eileen Violet died when she was 60. She was a homemaker and died from a heart attack, but she did have a son, Frankie, and two grandchildren when she passed in 1997. Then there's Emery Whitaker. He died three months old from pneumonia. Barbara died when she was 68. She was a homemaker and member of the Baptist Church in Odd, West Virginia. She enjoyed going to church, picnics, and spending time with her family. Based on her photo, it is possible that she inherited a disorder like her son. You already see it. Yeah. I mean, it's clear as day. You see something that with the eyes. Holy shit. Let's continue. Siblings, but she was married and widowed. The fourth child was Nanny Lou, born in 1942, but we don't know when she died. All we know is that she was buried in Hannah Lily Cemetery, West Virginia, and she was married. Connie's next. We don't know much about Connie or her birth date, nor if she passed. All I know is that she was probably an older sister born after Nanny, but I don't know if she was born before or after Freddie. 
She was married with her husband, James. This sixth child was Freddie. He was the one that Mark and the family mentioned wow. in his video. He passed in 2013 and is this man in the popular Whitaker photo alongside Ray and Timmy, taken in 2004. The seventh child was Lorraine, the quietest one of the bunch. She was born in 1946 and is 76 years old as of 2022. She unfortunately was assaulted in her 30s, resulting in her son, Timmy. Oh, which okay. makes Timmy the nephew of Betty and the rest of the gang. He was born in 1979. Mary Madeline is next. She died at 10 months old. And then there's John Wade, born in 1950 and died this year in 2022, age 71, following a long battle of lung cancer. He was a helpful man, ready to help his neighbors, and he also enjoyed planting and gardening. He was married to Rosemary, and together they had five boys, Carl, Wayne, Jeremy, John, and Jason. His son Jason could be the same Jason that Mark and Betty mentioned, went to prison and left his little dog in the care of Betty. John also had several grandchildren and one great-grandson. Betty is their 10th child, and she was born in 1952, which makes her 70 in 2022. And then her younger brother was Ray, one of our favorites. He was born in 1953. He is 69. Larry, he along with Kenneth, were the two new Whitakers introduced in Mark's 2022 videos. Larry, who is 66 as of this year, lives in the trailer across the street where the family's childhood home used to be before it fell down. He was married, but not anymore, and he has a daughter also named Betty. After Larry comes Kenneth, born in 1957, and is 65. He was married to a woman named Amber, but then got divorced. He has a stepdaughter as well. Kenneth moved into the newly built house beside his brothers and sisters, but ran out of money to finish the drywall. Both him and Larry helped take care of Ray, Timmy, and Orain alongside Betty, but he does work. One of his previous jobs was cutting timber and working in the country club. He usually does the cooking in the evening while Betty does breakfast. The youngest daughter was Judy. She was born in 1959 and died in 2021, age 62. She was married to Arnold Accord, who passed away in 2014, and she lived down the street from Betty and the gang. She had seven children, four boys, three girls, and many grandchildren. Finally, we have Michael Stephen, or Stevie Whitaker. He was born in 1950 or 1960 and then died in 2001. To end this family tree, there's one woman, Janice Whitaker, who died in 2004. If you watched Mark's videos on the Whitakers, Mark mentions that he met the Whitakers in 2004 when he was doing his book, and they were having a funeral for someone. He said, possibly an aunt. Well, it turns out Janice was the sister-in-law to the family born in 1953. This would make her in the age range to be a sister-in-law to one of the siblings, maybe Larry or Kenneth's previous wife, or even Michael. And that's the mysterious Whitaker family tree brought to life. I hope you enjoyed this video. You can check out my other family trees on my channel and my new posters in my shop. Links in the description. It's a great way to... Wow. Okay. Um, drop the link for the Fugates. I've heard of the, fu the Fugates. Yeah, drop, drop the link in the, in the, in the chat, bruh. We can, we can, once again, generational curses. I don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all not, y'all see what it is. Yeah, drop the link, bruh. So we can go ahead. So we, <laughs> so we can do this. <laughs> in the meantime, let's get some Ray. Let's get some, let's get, let's watch some Ray TV. Houses. <laughs> why, why were they born in different houses? You said somewhere in Virginia and somewhere here. You could, you well, that's where my mom and daddy live at. Mama, die. That's where my <laughs> mom and daddy live at. They, they had the kids out there. So your parents moved? <laughs> yeah. From Virginia to West Virginia? Uh-huh. Oh, I see. I see. And what, what was it like growing up here? It's all right. I was growing up here. Because I was just a little kid when I was. I just was a little kid. Well, I mean, it's a very isolated little street you guys are on. What, what, what was it like? Did you have friends? Mm -hmm. 
Trump. Did you have friends? Yeah, we had friends till all, till they all growed up and got married and, and moved somewhere else. Yeah. And where is everyone today? Of, the, of those 16 children, where, where is everyone? I know that Freddie passed away. Well, some of my mama had some miscarriage. Oh, I see. And then I lost Barbara. Bubba. <laughs> then I lost Michael. Bubba. And then I lost <laughs> my sister Aileen. Bubba. Hey. Daddy. Hey, My daddy. <laughs> Timmy and Lorraine, what, what, what do you, do you remember your, your siblings? Who passed away? Who, do you, what siblings did you guys? All right, hold on. Let me make uh, my man Chapman a mod so we can drop the link so we can, oh shit. So we can get into the, the food gates. So we can get into the food gates. Give me one moment. Holy cow. Yeah, I wasn't, I can deal with the inbreeding. I can deal with the inbreeding. It's. It's the children, you know, like, it's like, yo, come on. Like, don't do this about chat. Yeah, man, where you at? I got you. All right, Chappie, old boy, you are fit. Yeah, drop the link, bro. We can get into this madness. Lord Emmer. I forget what's up with my, going on with my chat box, man. It's not. Ah, it's not operating the way I need it to operate. And fucking Streamlabs, I'm telling you. I refuse to go to motherfucker. Yes, I refuse. You understand? Chat box, chat box. Okay. I want, okay. Copy. Yes, copy. Okay. Hold on, give me one moment. We play my chat box. That sounded weird, but okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Box. Hold on, clear that out. Clear. Yes, copy. Okay. It's taking me off. Sure. Okay. All right. Let me see where, the, where you got the link at. Hold up. Damn. Okay. All right. I got the link. All right. Let's get into, uh, yeah, the Fugate. Margin Fugate oh, wait, settled wait, wait, wait. in the... Okay, let's get into this nonsense. Good Lord. Good grief almighty.
Martin Fugate settled in the hills of eastern Kentucky in 1820. He married a woman named Elizabeth Smith who was said to be as pale and white as the mountain laurel that blooms every spring around the creek hollows. Unbeknownst to either of them by some incalculable odds, both possessed a recessive gene that led to four of their seven children of this union being born with blue skin. In those wow. days in rural eastern Kentucky there were no roads and a railroad wouldn't even reach that part of the state until the early 1910s. As a result, many of the Fugates began to marry and have children with their own bloodline. You see, we all have hemoglobin, which makes our blood red. A non-functional version of that is blue methemoglobin. For the Fugate family, the excessive amount of blue methemoglobin in their blood turned their skin color blue. However, this disorder is a result of a recessive gene and it can only appear if both parents have this recessive gene and by chance their offspring receives both sets. If you're new to my channel, welcome. Here on Mortal Faces, I take portraits and transform them to see how individuals okay, okay. Okay. you know in the comments you'd like to see in real life. So in this family tree, if their names are blue, it means they became blue. If their names are half black, half blue, it means they are a carrier of the gene and may or may not have been blue. In the 1700s, Josiah Fugate married Mary, and they had Martin, who married Sarah. This couple had two kids, Benjamin and William. William's grandson is Martin, who married the pale Elizabeth from the beginning of the video. They had Charles and Levi. Benjamin's line, though, had three grandkids. Hannah, a boy, we'll call him Mike, and Zachariah. Hannah had Mahala and Martin. The boy Mike had another boy, whom we'll call Greg, and Zachariah married Elizabeth's sister, Mary. Zachariah and Mary had four kids, Hannah, Lorenzo, John, and another boy we'll call him Peter. Elizabeth and Mary also had two more siblings, a girl whom we'll name Carol Smith, and a boy whom we'll name Bobby Smith. The girl Carol had three daughters. We don't know their names, so we'll call them Marsha, Jan, and Cindy. And finally, Mary and Elizabeth's brother Bobby had a little girl too, which we'll name Alice. Now everyone from the early 1800s is born. So far everybody married outsiders, and no one married a relative yet. It's the next generation that we get more complicated. Uh -oh. None of these converge into a single offspring like my royal family trees. They all get their own families, but it is interesting to see who married who and who turned blue. Starting from the left, Hannah had Mahala and Martin. Mahala married her third cousin Levi, who was the son of Martin and the pale Elizabeth from the beginning of the video. Mm. Martin had James, and James married Hannah. His first cousin once removed, so his grandfather's brother's kid, and then they had Polly. We'll his have to create Polly's husband before she kid. can marry him but we'll get to him later. After Hannah Fugate comes her brother's line, Mike. Mike had Greg. Greg married Marsha. Marsha was the daughter of Carol, who was the sister of the pale Elizabeth and Mary from the beginning of the video. They're not related. They will have Eleanor though. Eleanor married her first cousin once removed, just like her cousin James. While James married one child of Zachariah, Eleanor married another. She married Lorenzo. Together the cousins had a son, Gabriel. The third son of Zachariah was John and John married Alice. Alice was the daughter of Bobby, who was the brother to Pale Elizabeth and Mary from the beginning of the video. Alice and John were first cousins. Their parents were brother and sister. Finally, we have the last of Zachariah's kids, Peter. Peter married Jan, who was the daughter to Carol. Peter and Jan were first cousins as well. Their mothers were sisters. Peter and Jan had Manuel, and that's who married Polly. The happy couple were first cousins, second cousins, and second cousins once removed all at the same time. Damn. Together they had Zachariah Fugate. Since we mustn't have any gaps in this family tree, we need to finish filling it in by taking Carol's youngest daughter Cindy and marrying her offspring to a fugate. So her daughter Nancy married Charles, her grandmother's sister's kid, and they have Elizabeth. And that kind of closes everything up. 
From now, 1910 and onwards, roads and railroads began to appear in these deeper Kentucky regions, and the offspring had an opportunity to marry outsiders. Levi and Mahala had Luna, and then they had a boy, who had Alva, who had Benjamin. Alva, though, married Hilda, whose mother, Gladys, was a fugate. You see, her mother was a fugate on both sides. Her father, Henry, was Martin and Elizabeth's other son, and her grandmother, Martha, was a daughter of Zachariah. I mean, when you look at it, for the last 200 years, there's kind of just one main family that they keep marrying into over and over, the Smiths. And when there's no more Smiths to marry, and all other community members are taken, then they marry themselves. Wow, but you, you know what? That's how the oligarchs do. So, I mean, are we really surprised? To the end of this video. I hope you enjoyed it. Are, are we really surprised? Because this is what the oligarchs do. You know, this is what the royal family did, does. Right? That's uh, a couple minutes more, a couple more minutes of this, and then we'll wrap this up. Tell him, Jamie, who all passed away. Huh? Tell him who all passed away. You know, you don't want to realize <laughs> Tell me about the personalities here. Tell me about Ray and Timmy and Lorraine and Uh Wow. Adrian, thank you for the two hundred super chat. The Royal Hasbrook family, unless you said it. I I've heard of them. I've heard of them. Okay, you know what? Okay, let's look them up. Let's look him up. Royal Hasberg. Oh, that's a deep, this is a deep dive. Okay, how about we do this? I'll cover this tomorrow. Because this is kind of a deep dive. I'll cover this tomorrow for sure, Adrian. Like, you have my word. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to do, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to end this because it's 8 for me. So it means it's like 10, 10 o'clock for you guys. Um, yeah, I'm just going to wrap this up and say, listen, these are what generational curses, you know, some generational curses look, look like. Um, once again, if I offended somebody, that's really not, it's not on me. It's on you. I'm not, that's not what I tried to do, but you don't, don't ever fix your faith to tell me those parents that, that let these, allow these children into this world and their condition is a better parent than me and never, never, ever, ever, ever. So, um, I want to thank everybody that, that hung out, that donated and tomorrow we'll cover the Hasburg Royal family inbreeding. Well, I figure out what the hell is going on with my damn chat box. How come why the chat's not popping up in it? Uh, with that being said, um, hopefully I'll never go back to special kids with special books or something like that. Hopefully I never have to go back to that channel again to prove my point. But if I need to, I will do so. With that being said, y'all have to be good to each other. Y'all have a good night. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.